This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Around up on Free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, as always, I'm Gradient live on Skype. We've got Josh. Hey. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of stuff happened on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Some actually important stuff that happened on NXT Roadblock that we've got to get to as well, but we will start on the blue and red brands. Um, I guess first up, a, a title change that you completely predicted last week. Uh, as it ended up happening, and Sami Zayn was a transitional champion. Yeah, that, that was kind of seen, especially with the whole storyline with uh, Johnny Knoxville. There's no way they would put the title on the line between Knoxville and uh, Sami Zayn, so it made perfect sense to um, shift the title, to transition the title off of him. Uh, and I really want to see what they can really pull it off with Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those ones where, as you say, Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville, regardless, was going to be the WrestleMania match between the two of them. Um, and I believe that's fully locked in, official and everything. And it, it always feels like Johnny Knoxville would have, would win that match. Um, as with, you know, most celebrity sort of tie in pieces. Um, and yeah, that would mean putting the title on Johnny Knoxville, which I wouldn't see happening. Uh, so Ricochet as the champion, we'll have to see how it goes. Obviously he's held sort of that mid card title for all the brands with the, the North NXT North American title, the United States championship and the intercontinental championship. Now, um, if he is meant to be the, the second face on the company or on the roster for SmackDown, Let's see what they do here, because there's only one way to prove it, right? Yep. Yep. If you gotta, this is his put up or shut up moment. Uh, I think it still requires pulling out some sort of character, <laughs> but um, I, I, we've seen glimpses that it's there. They just have to dig a little deeper. Yeah, I, I think that really is it with Ricochet. It's like. You can you can see the fully fledged superstar that's in there. It's just covered up by a little casing that you want to like crack off and and peel stuff away. And throughout time, you've seen stuff shine through this harder shell, but nothing's come along and just completely and utterly removed it. And if if I can contrast that with another superstar, uh, and I'm looking at Austin Theory here, also on SmackDown. The complete and utter opposite. This guy has completely broken out now. He's found a character that's worked, and he's 100% committed to it. I think that's maybe the difference right now between him and Ricochet. Ricochet hasn't really found a character, and definitely hasn't committed to anything uh, beyond being a smiley, flippy guy. And but this 
this whole thing with Austin Theory, the McMahon, it's just, it's gold because he, it goes back to the oldest trick in the book for wrestling. If the wrestler believes in it, it makes it easier for the fans to believe in it. <laughs> yeah, and with this piece, obviously the, the Vince stuff is still a little uh, iffy-wiffy, but the Austin Theory stuff, he is fully nailed down. He knows where he's going. He knows what he's doing. Um, he can cut promos, as we saw uh, on SmackDown this week with Pat McAfee. Um, and, you know, Pat put on one of the the better celebrity matches that we've seen down on NXT. Austin Theory's a good young wrestler. This guy is going to the stars, to the moon, uh, to borrow a phrase from Cameron Grimes. Um, it'll be interesting to see what this match entails here you know will pat go under will austin theory be be slingshotted up or will we get a get a live appearance from vince mcmahon i do actually expect vince to come out with austin theory um i think pat wins the match but i think it's not going to hurt austin theory in the long run Hmm. um i i just think that this is such an amazing thing we've got austin theory's role in this whole thing. And then you have Pat McAfee, who was a punt, was a punter in the NFL, made his name as this bodacious, uh, personality, transitioned to, uh, internet personality, largely because the comp, uh, sports companies didn't want to touch him for some reason. Um, now he's a commentator for the, the WWE and having a blast doing it. And fans are loving, are either loving or hating him, depending on, <laughs> on their point of view. Um, and he's getting to have a match at WrestleMania. And it's not like some throwaway match with some L growing, um. Yeah, just like some complete nobody uh, who doesn't really. Yeah. It, it is a marquee match. Yeah. Yeah. And so if I, I want to say, I hope that it's a really, really good match, that it's one that we go out of it saying this might be the greatest celebrity match at WrestleMania in history. Because mm-hmm. we know the other one is going to be okay. <laughs> Mostly because of Sammy. I don't trust Johnny Hawksdale, but I don't think we're supposed to. Yeah. But in this case, you have... An incredibly talented Austin Theory. Regardless of how you feel about his character, one thing cannot be denied. He is really good in the ring. For being so young, he's really good. And Pat McAfee showed, whether it was in his singles match without Adam Cole or the War Games match, he can at least hold his own Mm -hmm. with a talented wrestler. So I'm excited. This could be a, like... Um, we went back to the Bad Bunny match from last year. Yeah. Which was amazing. Um, I think, I really do think this match has the possibility to not only top that match, but in my opinion, the greatest celebrity match at WrestleMania in history, Bam Bam Bigelow versus Lawrence Taylor. Okay. That was an amazing match in 1995. And... A lot of that was not just Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam Bigelow was a amazing performer. Lawrence Taylor brought it. 
I I really really hope that we see that type of performance at WrestleMania between these two talents because that will further elevate Austin Theory if they have what people are maybe considering the best match of the night of the two nights. The sky will be the limit for Austin Theory, and I already called my shot last <laughs> week. So you did. I think that will definitely light that match to that rocket ship. Yeah, I I think we we honestly see the best celebrity matches when the person comes in and the person has a passion and really wants to deliver an amazing match. Like that's why Pat did so well versus Adam Cole. That's why Pat did so well in War Games. That's why Bad Bunny did so well. Is the guy wanted to come in and absolutely just perform their butt off. And you know that if Pat McAfee's getting a chance at WrestleMania, that he is going to bring every ounce of energy and every idea that he has to the table and he's going to put his body through he double hockey sticks to uh to make sure they produce a damn good match yeah the only thing i ho- hope is that they don't overdo it and one of them get hurt. Mm-hmm. that's that's the one ca- caveat that i have here is that if they do something like uh, say the spanish lie move that's that pat has done before but they mess it up. That could n- seriously injure both of them. Yeah. That's my biggest fear for this match, is an injury. Yeah, we'll have to hopefully uh, see a completely injury-free celebrity match. <laughs> hopefully for all three celebrity matches, to be fair, knowing some of the people in the other ones. But hopefully everybody is nice and safe after WrestleMania. Uh, but while we're on the topic of WrestleMania, we do have another match that has been uh altered in this case the women's tag team championship match was going to be sasha banks and naomi versus queen Zelina and carmella but this week on raw the team of rhea ripley and Liv morgan uh punched their ticket and will now make that a triple threat women's tag team championship match it's live time <laughs> um i like the idea of a triple threat because it gets again it gets more more of the women on and it makes it more than just random team a versus the current tag team the riot squad are um remains what remains of the riot squad um at least have a reason to be together so um i want so let's go for it let's do this yeah. morgan and uh and Ripley, yeah. Uh, and, and Ripley, Rhea Ripley, which is basically the same as, as Ruby Riot uh, equivalent. Um, in character, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do it. Let's, let's go with them. Let's further, let's further build the tag team division. It's, it's a hard one for me to disagree with because obviously coming into this, I've talked about my like for Rhea Ripley. I've talked about my like for Liv Morgan. Um, a little maybe sucky that we've paired the two of them, uh, straight back up and put them into the tag team division. But if they walk away with the titles, I think I can probably take that disappointment and put it on a shelf for a little while. You have to remember, Liv never got her tag team title match that she <laughs> earned with Ruby Riot. It's true. Um, so yeah, uh, it, it at least gets them to do something and, these six women that will be involved in these matches are incredibly talented. So I expect 
a barn burner. Yeah, we will have to wait and see what they can deliver uh, come April. I'm trying to remember the dates off the top of my head. Is it 4th, 5th? Not 100% sure on that. Come early April, first week of April. Uh, I'm going to take this as an opportunity to go into our theme song this week. You might not understand why if you didn't catch NXT, but we will get to it on the other side of the song and we will explain it all for you. But we are going to be playing the theme song of Dolph Ziggler. And that is playing for you right about now. Wrestling Roundup on Free FM, RFM, and NPR. I'm Grady. He's Josh. That was the theme of Dolph Ziggler because, my God, this man just. he When we say he can't do something, he just wants to prove us wrong. Yeah. Um. What can you say? Um. They went in a route we did not see coming. Um. I do think that Dolph's going to be a transitional champion. Um, the question is, does the title go back to Breaker or does somebody else step up and take off the, take down the show doll? Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one because this feud has been crossing over to Raw. Um, so we'll have to see as well if the, the NXT championship shows up on Raw next week. Um, because on Raw, we got, uh, the tag team match, I believe, um, yeah, Braun Breaker and Champa versus Ziggler and Rude. And then this week on NXT, Dolph Ziggler takes the NXT championship of, off of Breaker, uh, by pinning Tommaso Champa though. Uh, Breaker protected a little bit there. I, I just don't know where we're going to go. Um, uh, I imagine this could eventually lead to the NXT championship being defended at WrestleMania. Yeah, I could definitely see that as being a possibility. It also is very likely they may have just decided, screw it. I know it's only been about six months, but let's bring Bond Breaker to the main roster. And then we'll figure out who we're going to put the title on afterwards. Yeah. Um, uh, I personally, I'd like to see um, Grayson Waller be the one to take down Ziggler. And I know alignments, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I really like Grayson Waller, and I I just think that there's something there. Um, 
to him as a long-term villain on NXT. Mm-hmm. Although I would find it absolutely hilarious if it was great, if it was um, Cameron Grimes that did it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to have to see what ends up happening with Dolph Ziggler now because obviously all of our predictions, everything that we tried to figure out where this NXT brand was going is completely out the window. Um, I, I believe we gave him a Dolph Ziggler's chance again and he once again defies us and comes out on top with the championship gold. And yeah, all of that planning goes out the window. What is the future of NXT 2.0? We don't quite know just yet. We're going to have to wait and we're going to have to keep watching. Um, I think until at least WrestleMania, um, to, to see where exactly everything lies, all the chips end up laying. Yeah. Um, it's definitely one of those situations there, but I think NXT 2.0 has shifted to a position where it's exactly what it was supposed, NXT was supposed to be. Um, at least prior to the W to the um, Wednesday Night War, if you want to call it that, um, in in that it's you see in a more of an intermingling between Raw and SmackDown and NXT, um, with the storylines crossing over, mm-hmm. you're seeing um, talent from the main roster working on NXT and further elevating people. Or or taking their title, <laughs> um, but I th- I just I think NXT 2.0. I know people really did not like it at the beginning, but I think it's worth proving to work out because they're building new stars. Mm. It, it's one that it's really hard to figure out how it's going to go. Right? Yeah, you cannot say definitive that Braun Breaker isn't a star. Um. He's still got a lot of shine left on him, but he's a star. You have people that know who Tommaso Ciampa is now when, on the main roster. So I, I think it's working the way it's intended to work. And we've got more more pipeline in the pipeline now. And with Dolph Ziggler as uh, the NXT champion, I I imagine that our um, the uh, A champion isn't going to be very happy that a former world champion is the the a champion yeah so we'll have to see what is in the future especially with carmelo hayes i believe defending his championship in a ladder match coming up uh as people slowly begin to qualify for that match uh but just before we run out of time on nxt also going to mention this uh dusty Rhodes tag team classic uh for the females the woman, we were uh, expecting it to go one way. They slightly swerved us the other way. And now our grand finals is going to be the odd couple, Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu, uh, taking on I guess, the veterans to a point, Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. Essentially, we're going to have a two-time winner. Because um, you, you either have the two-time winner being your girl, Dakota Kai, or Io Shirai. <laughs> so uh I don't know. Um I okay. <laughs> I don't know what to say, honestly. Yeah, I was so certain that they were gonna let this be Raquel and Cora. Like it, it it seemed as though that's how everything was lined up. Um and then yeah, it was just completely sideswiped to see Dakota Kai win. Not obviously disappointed, but confused I guess to to where they were gonna go with the winners. 
Um, it always seems to be about new, new, new in NXT 2.0 at the moment. And so Shirai and Kaylee Ray doesn't necessarily, uh, mesh with that too well, but in the same way Wendy Chu does, but it doesn't seem like it was a star that they were going to focus heavily on. It was more of a, uh, comedy position. And, and that's why the role of, uh, unlikely Dusty Cup winner Cora Jade seems to fit better where it is a, a 2.0 newer star that you do want to focus on. Um, so yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm at a loss for words. I don't quite know where this tournament is heading anymore. Uh, my pick just went out the window. Uh, and yeah. yeah, I think that is pretty much it from NXT. We do, we are running out a little bit of time. Uh, I got a couple more things left to, to shove on in here. Uh, as, as disappointing as it is, uh, it does appear as though Stone Cold Steve Austin has responded to Kevin Owens. He's, he's responded to be on the KO show at WrestleMania. Everybody has, and their mother has said it's a match, though. I don't know. Yeah, the, the biggest thing I'm hearing is KO show on night one, match on night two. That seems to be the, the most firm thing that's floating around. Which obviously leaves Seth Rollins completely out in the open, uh, with, with no WrestleMania plan because we, just to combine this all together, we saw, uh, RK Bro pick up the Raw Tag Team Championships and if it's not Owens and Rollins facing them, then, uh, at a loss from that aspect too. Yeah. Uh, I personally just feel it's going to be that the, the KO show will happen on night one. And it'll end with an Austin uh, stunner and a beer bash. Because that's how Stone Cold's segments always end at WrestleMania. Look, I hope it ends like that. I think we yeah. talked at length last week about not wanting a Stone Cold Steve Austin match. You know, like, that's a really cool legacy. Let's Let's not tarnish that if he can't go. Uh, like, every time... Someone's out there and they're like, oh my god, I want to see that one last Stone Cold Steve Austin match. And, and then I just think to the, the match between DX and the Brothers of Destruction, right? And the mm-hmm. utter train wreck that that was. And that's what I hold up every time now when I have to think about, hey, do you really actually want to see this retired legend come out for one more match? And of course, there's plenty of examples of where it's worked well. Uh, I I can't uh, can't poop on all of the retired legends coming out and having a couple good matches, but I don't know. Speaking of Undertaker, his last match being that Greyhound Boneyard match. Yeah, it's it's a he wasn't technically retired at the time, but it was it was more than past time for him to retire. <laughs> so that was that was a great way to go out. Yeah, it's just a tough one with Austin. Look, I I don't know. However, it ends up shaping up. I would much prefer. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins versus RK Bro, 100%. I would much prefer that as the match uh, for Kevin and for Seth. If it comes down to Austin versus Kevin Owens, I hope it's a short one. I really do. It probably will be. Uh, My guess is it'll probably be five to seven minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got maybe... Four minutes left in the show. Is there anything uh, throughout the wrestling world that you wanted to bring up, or do you want me to run off and grab another topic? Uh, let's, 
Um, let's talk about Edge and the darkness. <laughs> yeah, we knew Edge was sort of going into this heel form to to take on AJ Styles at WrestleMania, but um, they're really trying to push this whole darkness aspect, you know, like you, the you've pushed me to my dark side kind of thing with him. Um, and I guess when when's it cross that line of being a little too over the top? I say to someone who's had a a live blank can't say on radio celebration on Raw. When is it too far? Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean we we we've enjoyed Edge's return. The two years since he's returned has been magical. But Edge is finally in a spot and where he's best at. Much like Randy Orton, who is synonymous with this run. <laughs> Of edge the uh edge is best as a heel um he's be- best when he's manipulating things when he's the uh the ultimate opportunist yeah and so i think this match with aj i think is going to bring out some of the best of edge that we've seen in the last couple of years and it'll bring out some of the best of aj and we've seen some great stuff from aj we have yeah um so I I'm excited for the match. I'm ex- more excited for the road to get there. Yeah, I imagine both of them not going to be wrestling a whole lot uh, heading into this road. It is just going to be a whole lot of promo battles and a whole lot of edge cutting some awesome things and a whole lot of AJ firing back. Yeah, a couple of phenomenal forearms, a um, spear or two, the whole nine yards. <laughs> yeah, it. Honestly, if done correctly by both men, this could be match of the nights. Uh, I think these two really have what it takes to put on that best match that uh, that everybody really enjoys. It is two of the best in the world going at it. Yep. And the very definition of a dream match that's actually happening and has the potential of actually being really good. Mm-hmm. The man you uh, never thought would uh, come back from injury and the man you never thought would be in the WWE is uh, the culmination of two pretty good careers uh, going head-to-head at WrestleMania. A, a Hall of Famer and a definitely future Hall of Famer. 100%. Uh, well, if you've got nothing else to bring up, we are approaching our time and uh, we should probably aim to wrap up. Uh, let's just mention it and then we can move on. Uh, your boy Sheamus is get, getting in the demolition business. <laughs> um, <laughs> destroyed Biggie's ATV. Somehow, I feel like it isn't going to work out well for Sheamus, but no. it's focusing on him, so I enjoy it. Anytime yeah. I get to I see mean, Sheamus on my TV. I mean, the last time he had anything to do with Biggie, Biggie was putting him through a car in a, in a Last Man Standing match. So, I think he would have would have thought he would have learned his lesson, but I guess he's a little uh, naive with his uh, Irish buddy. Well, we'll see what uh, what happens to Sheamus next week uh, on SmackDown or this week on SmackDown uh, when the show is. But we are now officially out of time. It's been great talking to you. Bye, B. You can visit our Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash wrestling R-N-D-Up, or our Twitter page, Twitter.com forward slash wrestling R-N-D-Up, or our YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash wrestling R-N-D-Up. 
and we will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.